Have you ever seen those people that seem to have their life all together and you stop and wonder, I wish I just had their willpower, or if only I had self-control like them? It's kind of this comparison of others that kind of takes us to this place where we are hard on ourselves, but also that we are chalking it up to some mystical thing called willpower. In the end, the truth is, habits are what win, and today we're going to tell you how. Welcome back to My Mother's Daughter Podcast, where we choose to focus on the controllables, jump off the hamster wheel of grief, and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude, joy, and abundance. It's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine, owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit, and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early. You feel me, sister? I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not so master juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome back to today's show. Today I'm doing it a little different. I'm actually taking this recording from a live on Facebook. I'm trying to do it at the same time, so we'll see how this goes. So if you would like to see the video version, definitely head over to my Facebook page. I'll put it in the show notes, and especially if you feel like there's some other part missing. So if you look on here and you're like, uh, this doesn't, there's something missing, then maybe it was in the visual part that you can find on Facebook at Angel McElhaney. So www.facebook.com backslash Angel McElhaney. All right, let's go. Today, we are talking all about habits and willpower. So a lot of times when people are talking about willpower, they're kind of thinking of it as this big thing that they don't have or that they wish they had, or if only I had this, then my life would be easy. I could reach my goals and all that. And what I would like you to think about as your willpower as being kind of this um, ATM of sorts. So with habits in line, you're going to have this thing that you input in and that you draw out as you as you based on your cues. So habits are formed with three things, cues, routines, and rewards. So your cue is your external stimulus. So say that is, um, you know, the cookies on the counter, or my husband likes to buy Oreos for, for Cohen, and they're for Cohen. But so say there's Oreos on the counter and you walk by them or donuts in the break room, or whatever this could be. So the more you walk by, it's kind of like withdrawing from this ATM of willpower, okay? So there's that external stimulus, and you're in this routine maybe to where you come into the break room, and you, or you get a coffee, or you come downstairs and you get coffee, and if it's there, you're going to get, you're going to grab whatever's there from the external stimulus, and then you're going to have the reward, which is the cookie. So here's the difference when I think of a healthy habit. So say you see your shoes and you're like, I'm going to go on a run. So you go on this run and your reward isn't going to be that you are instantly this size that you want to be. So you have to reframe your mind around the reward is the endorphins and how you feel. It's the time away for yourself. It might be also stacking that reward with another thing. So for instance, 
if you, based on your Enneagram or just your personality and all these things, if you are someone that thrives over groups, I want you also to think about like the reward also is that time with other people. So maybe that could be something that goes into play. Or also, if you are going on a walk or in green space, like a time to reflect or something, I want you to compound that rewarding power versus just being a workout. So this is going to be huge for just helping you to like compile the reward. So I used to be really hard on myself because I actually for years helped people lose weight um, with a direct marketing company. And since then I've, I've kind of pivoted. I've, I've really still want to help people get like get healthy and have better habits. But also there was this disconnect to where I didn't want to like I didn't want it to be all about a company. I want to help people and if they want products based off of this XYZ, then fine, okay? So I do have a system that I use and if people ask me about it, I definitely tell them about it, I share about it, but it, I don't want it to be about that anymore. I want it to be about habits and I want it to be about adding these skills to people so that they can understand that they can do it. They can do it on their own, but they can also do it with a group of people who are ready to help them with their habits. So first off, know your cues. So your external stimulus. So your environment is set up to where one, you can do the right thing easier, make it easier to do the right thing. For instance, if you're wanting to wake up early and go to the gym, then you need to make it easier to do that by either maybe having your workout clothes set out or having your shoes there. Um, I actually recently just put a spin bike in my room, literally took out I tried to sell the dresser. Sorry, Sally, my husband broke it. But basically, put it in the spot where the dresser was so that I could have, like, you roll out of bed and there it is, okay? So the, the way that you can prep for that is by with your time or with prepping in the morning or the night before um, by putting your shoes there. Um, when I used to go with my friend Angie to DM, which is a, a gym, and... I would just put on what I was wearing mostly the night before because it was 5 a.m. workouts. And let's just be real, I am not a morning person, okay? And then the second thing is the routine. So, oh, and also with the cue, um, how about tell the hubby not to buy the Oreos? <laughs> you know, like, honey, don't bring it in here because I, I know it's not healthy for them, so I will help them out, you know what I mean? So um, that just keeping control of your environment. Um, another thing that I know is super important is that routine. So looking at your morning routine. Now, I get it. There's going to be different times where your, your routine is not, like your time's not your own, okay? So that doesn't mean you can't try, but what it is is it means that you have to give yourself some grace. So I got the spin bike. I got, um, I have like my high performance planner where I'm going to time block my day. And then I have strep. Leah has a ear infection, she's waking, and the time change. Gosh, the time change. Why do we do this? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Why do we do the time change? I don't like it. But anyway, so we have the time change. I do like it being light longer and all that, but can't it just stay this way? Um, so then we have the time change, and so Thea is now, my plan to wake up early, hop my, get my shoes on, hop on this bike. Now I have Thea, who has decided to wake up, at like five, which is way earlier now. And she's in pain, you know. So just know that if there's different seasons in your life where you might have to pivot. So then what you, it doesn't mean you have to give up. It just means you might have to pivot. So 
So now Thea will sit here and have breakfast. And then what can I do while she's doing that? Maybe I can do some squats <laughs> while she, you know, or we can go on a walk and go Pokemon hunting. So we do Pokemon Go if you want to be our friend and send us some gifts on there. All right, so fix your cues, look at your environment, and then look at your routine. I want you also to think about when you are at your best. Okay, so if you're at your best in the morning or you're at your best at night, this can help you to know when you need to maybe make sure that you are working, when you want to work out or I'm saying working out, but really it can be anything. So when you want to work on certain project that you're putting off or really something, maybe you want to work your business at a certain time and you're finding that you are your willpower is gone, maybe you are just doing it at the wrong time to where you are exhausted. So, um, and then maybe, so right now we are actually working on a new habit for Thea. She is a rock star sleeper at night, thanks to sleep training. She is the only one out of four of my kids that has ever been sleep trained, and it is amazing. She goes down around 7, 7.30, and she usually slept 12 hours, but lately she's been waking up earlier ear infections are not fun but anyway so right now we are working on naps so up until now it's been like napping on me and all that stuff so this is uh she's actually napping in her bed it's a miracle say a prayer but anyway and then you want to work on your reward so and a lot of times that reward will come naturally but I think that that's why people do so great if they have a trip that they're looking forward to or I mean Obviously, try to make it, if it's something to do with health and wellness, like try to make it something that's not food related, but it can be anything really that, that, that you look forward to that you will make you feel happy and joyful and all that. So the logical one for health and wellness is going to be obviously the endorphins running, the sense of accomplishment of getting it done. But I used to think something was wrong with me because I wanted to do that health coaching part but it's because, now that I've researched so much about habits, it's because now I have, you lose weight and you get healthy, but you help other people. These are all rewards. You also are getting paid to get healthy. So hello, <laughs> that just up the reward ante, right? Like you feel even more motivated to show that, that you can do this and that, you know what I mean? Like a leader and really it makes you to become better. So. All right, so the benefits of the habits are that they really conserve your resources because you're not really giving the mental energy to put into the habit, you're automatically doing it, which is really awesome. So start super small, and I say this because I do them all. I try to fix everything at the same time. But what if you could think super small? So really, if I wanna do good at getting up and getting onto the spin bike in the morning, what I need to do is honestly plan like two minutes. It's like the, the rule of the two minutes, okay? If you can start something for two minutes, it is harder to stop something and restart something else than to just continue what you're doing. And so that's why you find that like if kids get on the screen time, like say my kids come home from school and then they go back to, onto the computer, it's gonna be harder to get them off and redirected to a different activity than if than if I can keep them off and then get on later. You know what I mean? So um, especially Liam, he's addicted, but we're working on it. But anyway, so easier to do the right thing, and also they're useful when you're stressed or tired because you can fall back on your habits because you automatically are doing it. So if you're in, it's actually harder if you're in a bad habit 
because you almost don't notice it. You're not aware. So increasing that self-awareness is really what's going to help you, you know, just be mindful of what you're doing. Instead of just drifting through the day, you're going to be so much more attuned into what you're doing. And I do think that time blocking them, at least in the morning and at night, is going to be really helpful for getting you to where you want to be. So there is a downside of habits, and a lot of that is that it's just so easy to develop bad ones. Um, But there are some strategies. You can do habit stacking. So habit stacking is where you already have a habit in place, and you are just attaching a new one onto it. Um, That can be really helpful in... Like, so if you already get up and you get in the shower every day, what if you got up and on your way to the shower, you are saying things that you're grateful for as you're walking to the shower? Or maybe you are already taking a shower in the morning, and so you take that time to do like a morning prayer or gratitude type of thing in the shower. You know, so you're already maybe brushing your teeth at night, so hopefully. (laughs) Um, So maybe you're trying to build a habit of washing your face I'm trying to do that better now lately. So say you like just stack that habit with the other one. Habit stacking is a huge tool for that. And then also habit swaps. So if you are swapping, so you're still doing something at the same time of day, but you're swapping it. So say you usually, I mean, say you're used to on your break going over to like the store across the street and getting junk food or I know that with Emily and I when we used to do weddings we would always be in this habit of because we would have like this giant chunk of time where we wouldn't eat and this large span of time where we wouldn't necessarily have a time to stop and go get a snack or something to drink so we got in this habit to where we would go to a convenience store and get all like we'd have junk and diet coke or whatever like caffeine all this junk but so habit swapping would be that we still are going to the store but that we're picking up maybe a um, sparkling water or or something like that or that we're swapping it so the our environment cue is the same but you swap what's happening in there and that will be easier than like not going to the store or if someone's on if you're on your break and you're used to Say you're trying to quit smoking and you're used to going outside and being out there during your um, smoke break, then instead of doing that, you're still going outside, but maybe you're walking around the block. So you're still going outside and you're still in that same area, that sort of thing. And then I think there's an identity piece to that. So like if you said the I will statements, like what you identify with. So say someone in that regard said, um, you know, do you smoke? And you're like, I'm trying to quit they are going to be way more likely not to quit than if someone says, no, I don't smoke. So uh, same thing with like, I'm trying to quit sugar. Like, oh, I don't eat sugar. Like I don't, it's changing. It's really just almost talking yourself into that identity. So, and so I need to quit saying I'm not a morning person so that I will be. So there you go. So habits don't always work in every situation, but they are going to make it easier for you to do the right thing on autopilot and easier to go right. And if you get off track, it's going to be easier to bounce back. And then I think that it's important because it's going to help you to know when you need to count on other people to help you too. So if you're noticing that your habits are starting to fail, and if you use that information that I have in my podcast episode on the Enneagram, 
you can actually know where you are motivated and what stresses you out and use that information to help you in planning your habits. So maybe you're picking a habit that is totally going away from your core desires or motivators um, and it's just not sitting with you as well. If you pick one that goes to your core as to explain like who you are and you know, who you're wanting to become, then I think that would be huge. So you really need to think about what you want and that will, and and then what you don't want. And then those I will statements is going to be huge for identity. So I hope this is helping you. I know that the willpower is going to be like a muscle that you are going to need to kind of train over time. So you're going to need to revisit your habits and figure out like which ones you need to fine tune um, and then honestly just picking them picking two minutes to do them um, and then starting small so just to reiterate that you're going to start small do it for two minutes and then just um, continue that I know there's a lot of debate over the amount of time or days that it takes to make a habit but I don't even think any of that matters because take it one day at a time and you've got this Hey mama, before you go, if you found value in today's podcast or you learned something new, stop over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you are thinking of the show and also connecting with you over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at angel.mcelhaney or on Facebook. So check the show notes for that crazy last name. And until next time, I just want to remind you, you are capable, you are strong, and you can do the hard things. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.